of the Living Geek. It's time for Tea Talk with Irving Green and Emily Gonzalez. So listen up. Grab your cups and, and pinkies up. up. It's time to talk. Hey, y'all heard me. Hey, this is Tea Talk with Irving Green and Emily Gonzalez. Yes, this is episode one, y'all. We're calling it the new brew because we know. So we are just so excited to be, this is our first thing and we're just like, can't, I can't even grasp the concept of that we're here. It's like, I, we've been born and, and we're kind of walking, you know? <laughs> I feel like we've been in training for this our whole friendship. Yes, yes. And how we made it this far without killing each other is beyond me. It's a miracle in itself, really. It's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> um, yeah. So, guys, here on Tea Talk, we, we just have a, a wonderful show set up. But before I get into that, I really, really want to know, Emily, how, how, was your, how was your weekend? How was your day and all that? My day was great. Did a little okay. church, a little rehearsal oh. for the choir. Him and sing to him. Yes, crazy. And uh, I actually sang with my mom today. What? A little duet. Yeah, for the first time. And it was great. Everybody loved it. So, yeah, I had a great Sunday morning. Oh, um, you know, I, 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 um, I took some time to sleep. And then I, I opened my eyes and I woke up. So far, that's what I've done today. But this weekend has been interesting because I went to Disneyland yesterday. No way. Yes. How was that? Oh, it was so much fun. You know, but I went by myself. So I was a little, I was a little kind of like, mm, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I was I was missing everyone. And, you know, we usually go when, when, you, when you come here. Like every year that you come here, we've gone to Disney. I did get a little FOMO. When I saw your selfie at Disneyland, yeah. definitely felt like I was missing out. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, the whole time I was like, think about people, you know, like the memories you've had, but also try to enjoy this a little bit. Um, but, you know, I looked real cute. So I was like, that's that's one, that's check one, that's kind of done. So I, <laughs> I just wanted to make sure I wasn't walking around looking depressed or like sad. Right. Um <laughs> And then we got uh, we. See, I say we like I wasn't alone. Homegirl, I was alone. I'm talking about we got into the park. <laughs> see, I had to tell myself that the entire time. Like, so we're here. We're doing this. I was going crazy. But yeah, I got into the park and I just tried to blend in with the family. You know, the first thing I did was <laughs> was try to find see. a family. Oh, I, I was looking for. Yeah, I can huh? see crawling behind people and yeah, yeah, shrinking. getting into their pictures and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Be like, mom, do you want me to take it for us? You know, just kind of <laughs> pretending I was one of those children. I was hoping to find Brad and Angelina. I know they broke up, but maybe they still go to go to Disney. And I was like hoping to hang out with them and get adopted or something. I don't know. Now here's the question I have: mm. Was there any cute little, you know, Mickey's running around to talk to? Um, there were attractive people there, mainly the daddies, you know, there were dads there, but, you know, that kind of wasn't what I was there for, and I'm not in the real market to be talking to mouses like that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, at least it would have made your Disney trip a little more uh, exciting since you were alone. Uh, yeah, I guess. But I mean, how about this? There was a lot of dads that um, that have that have that have to kind of have a conversation with with the family in a couple years. That's all I got to say. Cause, uh, <laughs> I was like, Dad, your your family is over there. Don't look over here with all of that. I'm not kidding. I wasn't trying to break up any homes, and I'm not trying to sound like that person. But I was just like, what is like one that one guy was blankly hugging his wife. And staring me the hell down. I was like, no. this this is not right. This is not PG. Mickey wouldn't approve of this. You need to turn your face that way, sir. But I'm not even kidding. Like, it's I don't know. It's place on earth. Not the sluttiest place on earth. No, that's what I'm saying. I was kind of taken back by that. Um, but I found out that going on rides alone, um, going on rides alone is not fun for me. It's not as fun. Because especially if you've been on them already, or it's something you really don't want to do, you're like, oh, there's a roller coaster there. I wouldn't do that by myself. I barely do it with anybody when I'm going with someone. So I definitely get on none of that. Um, but I did 
got I did get to see a lot of shows that I've never saw before and parades that I never knew existed. And I walked around a lot more and saw areas that I, I had no idea existed. So I myself as a single solo person at the park had a good time discovering new things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's great. That's good sometimes to just be alone and, you know, explore and not have to worry about anybody else and get to know yourself a little bit. Yeah, I got to know myself a lot. And I found out that I really, really um, don't like the sound of children a whole lot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I knew that. Okay. <laughs> But it's okay. I mean, anytime there was a screaming child, I just made sure to make a quick exit stage, right? But um, but it was okay. I mean, they're having a good time, I think. I don't know. Some of them sound like they wanted to leave and go home. But I was like, I looked at them children prices for a hundred and something dollars. You staying right here, honey. You're staying right here. How could you, know? you cry at Disney? I don't get it. I thought kids love that. Like, I don't, I don't understand. I felt like some of them kids just wanted to be home on their on their tablets. Some of them had other things to do. Yeah, especially one kid I was at the end of the day, he was kind of like talking to his mom. He's like, I want to go. And I was like, go where? It's like the next ride. And then she's like, you want to go home, sweetie? He's like, yeah. She's like, but you don't want to stay and, you know, go to this thing we planned. It's where he's like, no. See, like, that's the kid. Me? That's the kid I would have left home. Right. And by myself. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's so sad these kids take for... I do feel like this generation of younger kids takes for granted their family moments and those mm-hmm. corny trips and stuff like that. Yeah, I agree. But um, it was still a lot of fun. And, and uh, Anthony actually was video chatting with me a lot and I sent him a lot of videos and shout out to Anthony if you're if you're listening which you probably are um and so that was nice like for a, a lot of it I didn't feel like I was alone so it was okay yeah um but uh, let's go ahead and get into who you is who you is you know and that is this let's introduce what it is you know who you is what is who you is who you is is our segment because we're gonna have a lot of guests on this show i'm so excited for the amount of talent and superstardom other than ourselves that we are having on this show that that i mean really people are, are have been so gracious to accept invitations and come out and so i can't wait and until we start having people on the show and so what we're doing is um having people just talk about themselves getting to know our guests and since our guests are us because we ain't got nobody because we wanted to get you guys to know who we are first you know um let's talk about tea talk you know what is tea talk and tea talk I mean, I think it started because of, I, I was just like doing a podcast, you know, was lucky enough to get this opportunity to do a podcast. And we were talking, me and Ernesto were talking, and it's so funny, but you know people all the time, all the time tell me I remind them of RuPaul. <laughs> it's, and it's, I don't even try to do, do you see that from me? or Absolutely. I've always thought that, that energy and around you when you walk into a room and stuff, very, very RuPaul of you. Well, I mean, I would take it. It's one of the highest compliments ever, I believe that. So we were just talking about setting up the podcast, and he was like, you know, you remind me of Ru so much. And I was like, thanks. And he's like, but you need a Michelle Visage. And I was like, I got a Michelle Visage. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, let me call her up right now. And then that's how, that's really how Tea Talk was born. It was just kind of realizing the fact that, you know, I've had this amazing woman in my life for, what, 10 years now we're celebrating. We've decided finally that it's on the same year amount of time because usually I'm like one year ahead and you're one year behind. We don't know. But we've come to the to the conclusion that it's been 10 years. <laughs> Um, and so I was like, what better way to, to really celebrate all that than to, than to do this? So, um, so thank you for, for joining me on this, really. It's my honor. I am so excited to kind of show the world our dynamic that Mm. has always been really just naturally kind of like a comedy team in some ways. And... You know, in high school, we used to make people laugh all the time, and we weren't even trying. We were just being ourselves. So I think that it was kind of a natural creative project for us 
to do this together. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, Tea Talk, we're going to serve you tea hot and honest. That's what we say, you know, because it's going to be hot. It's going to be fresh. But we're also just really just going to have to tell you 100 percent how we feel. We That's the only way to serve the tea, baby. So let you know how it is. Let you know how it is, when it is, who it is and what it is. A hundred percent. I just came up with that now. Isn't that clever? I'm like, oh my God. Thanks. Um, and so yeah, so we have different rotating segments that we have coming at you. Every every episode is gonna be something different. Um, and and that's what we that's what we really like about it. So we've got great um, segments coming at you today. We're going to talk about trends, our trending trending topics um, from the weekend a little bit uh, before. We have tea time, which is always going to be here. Tea time actually came over from the Irving Green show live. That's from my own show, and it's so popular that I was like, we have to incorporate this, you know. Um, and then we're gonna have our rotating um, character improv selection. We're going to have State Street. So, I mean, I'm just so excited to get into this. But, Emily, tell the people a little bit more about who you are, you know, who, who you is. Who I is. Yeah, who you is. Well, um, I'm recently a college grad. Mm-hmm. Um, starting my social work career. Mm, she'll take your children. You know, I always <laughs> say that. <laughs> it's not, that's not my uh, field okay. within the social work. Uh, yeah. I have a main focus in substance abuse. Mm. Um, I don't know. I would say I'm a little. It's it's kind of cheesy. A spiritual gangster in a way. A spiritual you know, gangster. So you'll you bust know, a cap in a bitch, but you'll also bless him. Absolutely. Okay. I will bless you with this cap in that ass. But um, <laughs> I, you know, I am kind of cut to the chase. Tell you how it is. Very yeah. honest, but I do it with love. Yeah. And I think that I I do it to look out for the people around me and stuff like that. So that's kind of who I am is just a real honest, loving person. I believe that's okay. how I would describe myself. Okay. Um, and well, I mean, how do I match that? I, I mean, I, uh, who are you is who 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 I is. Um, well, I am. I'm, I mean, we're both from Miami, Florida. That's first. That's first to be known. We have to represent. You know, Pitbull, okay. 305, Cafe Con Leche, Calle Ocho, you know, Arroz Con Pollo, <laughs> you know, all that stuff. Corquetas, you know what I'm just saying? Um, so all of that. Um, that's that's just kind of, I mean, I just love Miami so much. So I just wanted to say that. But yeah, from Miami, I'm an entertainer. So I'm doing acting, writing, voice work, uh game creating anything like i just i'm just this huge ball of creativity um i'm more talent than i am person <laughs> i think sometimes <laughs> like i feel like like I, I the physical form it doesn't compare to what's here inside and this craziness that comes out of my brain but i love it because it keeps me entertained for sure i I know there's absolutely nothing else I can do in this world. Like, literally, I can't even do anything. Like, I can't fix a tire. I can't do anything mechanical. And I'm okay with that because, you know what? We all have our areas. But um, I'm just happy to be on this planet to entertain, enlighten, and enrich everyone's lives. I kind of stole that from WB. Don't say that. Um, Bring joy to people, and that's your gift to the world. Yeah, joy, confusion, happiness. um, (laughs) Confusion, (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, um, sexual desire, all these, all these wonderful, wonderful things that make us human beings. Uh, <laughs> so I have it. So let's do a little quick fire, quick fire, like little questions, just to get get to know us a little bit better on a personal level. Okay. All right. Um, Emily, your worst fear. Go. Um. Nobody That's- missing me when I die. Ooh, okay. Same question for me. Um, fish. I can't stand fish. They terrify me. I hate them all. I didn't want to find Nemo. He could have stayed where he was. Next. Um, <laughs> Emily, um, your favorite color? Pink. Okay. My favorite Irving, color. favorite color. Okay, thanks. My favorite color was blue, and then I realized people always called me Mr. Green because of my last name, and so it kind of slowly became green. Uh, I can't imagine a world where you don't like the color green. I didn't. I did it before. I actually didn't want to like it. I was like, it's too easy. Like, that's my last name. I don't really like any of it. 
it took other people embracing my last name for me to embrace it and make me feel better about it. Because I didn't want to be one. I was teased so much in school. So I didn't want to be one of those kids with a color name, too. So like you can call <laughs> me something related to a color. Like, what's green? Like, sometimes your poop is green if you eat the wrong thing. Ooh, ooh. I'm just... <laughs> you, you know you've been there. I've been there. Okay, yesterday. Anyway, um, no, I'm kidding. Um, but I was like, I don't want to be called anything like with a color but anyway um dog or cat dogs you cats that's um, why i have a dog and you have a cat <laughs> that's true we we actually live in our truths <laughs> um uh do, 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 light or dark light light dark always Villains are more fun. I'm thinking. I mean, I'm thinking of it in that way. See, I'm creating characters already in my head. That's just how we go. <laughs> um, uh, slow or fast? Slow. Ooh. Dare I say fast? Dare you say fast? <laughs> okay. Yes, please. Fast and Furious Nine, honey, before they even make it. Um, uh, one more. I would. Say Ooh, this is a good one. Rich or poor? Mm. I know. That's got deep. That okay. got real deep. What kind of person you is? I would be rich in spirit and poor of money. Sam, you'll have to go ahead and do the reverse on that one. Um <laughs> I mean, I don't have to be poor in spirit. I mean, like, I'm okay. I'm still a nice person at the end of the day, but I like to get paid. <laughs> Give me my money. It's my money, and I need it now. Well, if I could be rich in spirit and rich in wallet, of course. <laughs> walk in your truth. As I walk through the valley of the shadow of the rent, I fear no devil. <laughs> I fear no evil. I fear none of I that. I fear no foreclosure eviction. I fear no foreclosure. <laughs> you know. Ooh, he died for our rent. You know what I mean? <laughs> Goodness, can't do it. Can't do it. The today. Lord provides. The Lord provides, honey. So does that credit score. <laughs> I ain't providing nothing right now. Mine is like, girl, you on your own. Nah, you on your own. You on your own. Anyway, let's go ahead and get up into trends. Trends. Okay, so what do we got going on? This is some stuff that's just been constantly in my news feed, right? I mean, ugh, give I a think break. it's been flooding our news feeds, actually. I mean, I'm just kind of like, can we can we look at puppies again and cat? Okay, what well, to the cat videos. I don't know. I think you have to go to specific pages to find the cat videos nowadays. Like, I love cats are, you know, 51 and counting. And, or I don't need a man. I've got a cat. You know, there, <laughs> there are these pages on Facebook that you have to find and you have to like because otherwise you're just going to be flooded with crap. So go and find the animal pages. That's my PSA for that. But um, what we got going on, we got Rump Hymns, okay? Everyone's talking about it, so we might as well get up in on this, too. Rump Hymns, we got some fidget spinners, and unfortunately, we have uh, an another terrorist attack. But um, let's go ahead and get into Rump Hymns. Girl. Okay. Let me, just, let me just pull up something real quick, just so we can just get some information on it before we start talking, talking smack on it, okay? Let's just be a little bit informed. Okay. Spill the truth, so to speak. Yeah, and so all of these, um, all of these sources that I'm that I'm um, reading from, you guys can find them in our um in our video uh, notes or not video notes our um Showtime notes podcast notes. You know, I'm usually in front of the camera, so pardon me. But in our, you can find all of these um sources in our show notes. Okay, um, in the description of this podcast. So okay, so LA Times says. It's the season of the guy romper, and any it's anyone's guess whether this men's fashion moment will, will blow up or quickly blow over like an L.A. summer storm. Uh, okay. The rump him was actually kick-started. Interesting. As in somebody actually funded this idea? 
Yeah, no, they wouldn't mention it if it didn't make it. We don't talk about those projects. But yeah, no, it was actually kickstarted successfully. Um, let's see. It started out as a desire for $10,000 in funding, and it quickly brought in more... $10,000, yeah. Yeah, it quickly brought in more than $350,000 in seed money. $350,000. There's so a lot of what, what you're telling me is there is a huge population of men, specifically $350,000 worth of men, yeah. mm -hmm. who has secretly always wanted to wear rompers. I would think so, yeah. Yeah. So they're coming out of the romper closet, so to speak. Uh huh. Their their rompers are getting out of the closet. They're getting off of that hanger, and they are going to wear them out in a day like wrong. Um. Now let me see some. Uh. Now it's hardly new, actually, because actually in 1964 in Goldfinger, Bond actually wore um a romper. Did you know that? It was back then. It was considered like one of those, like a jumpsuit. Mm hmm. Sort it's a different thing. name, but probably same the thing. same concept. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's been happening. And here's something um, that I found interesting. Back in the classic times, I ain't got no dates, honey, because we don't do those. We messed up on, on on the world history. But I actually read somewhere back in the, back in the classic times, um, high heels were worn by men first. I've heard that as well. It yeah, made it easier for them to ride horses, actually, because the heels um, supported them mounting the horse. Oh, right. okay. Well, honey, I don't need no heels. Um, so, um, <laughs> That's a different topic for uh, Okay. Um, but no, that's that's interesting. But, but yeah, women started to wear high heels because they wanted to um, portray a more masculine, masculine look. So it's actually associated with masculinity versus femininity nowadays. Isn't that interesting? That is interesting. Yeah. Because now it's considered unfeminine to mm -hmm. not wear heels all the time. Yeah, and in drag, it's considered an abomination if you try to walk your ass right. out there and do a lip sync and you ain't got no heels on. If you're not wearing heels, you're not doing drag. Exactly. Um. um so yeah, what are your what are your thoughts on the romper? Because I, I hear I hear it itching to come out. So let's go ahead and do it. <laughs> What's going on? Serve it to me. Um, I mean. We are in the age of gender neutral and gender bending, uh, you know, eliminating that construct, so to speak. Mm -hmm. So I don't necessarily understand how men can be comfortable wearing lumpers because it's kind of uncomfortable for your uh, chunk areas. Mm -hmm. Keep it PG for the kids. For your rump. Yeah, for your romp and you know yeah your romp roast and the potatoes yeah, romp junior romp. yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. so i i don't know why a man would feel comfortable wearing it only physically mm. because of that would i there's like a little it? there's like no there's no there's like a stitch it's a very close stitch to the inseam yeah it? because i mean yeah. it's kind of was made with women in mind because it's kind of like a summer thing that women wear. Like, you wear the little <clears throat> tank top. It's like a tank top short combo or mm -hmm. a t-shirt short combo. For the lazy Make, bitch. Right. You yeah. look put together. You don't have to put two pieces together. And it's very easy breezy, beautiful cover girl for summer. Got it. Uh-huh. So I find it funny in that sense because I would think that it would be uncomfortable for a man to wear that physically. Yeah. Um I don't know if I would want to go on a date with my boyfriend if he was wearing one. Really? Now, that's I, a whole other different level now. That ain't got nothing to do with his balls being comfortable. That's, no, I, I I, don't know. It's just it's very Miami Vice, Goldfinger, Gold uh -huh. member, Austin Powers. And uh, I think we should just leave that there, you know, <laughs> okay. with the disco. Leave it okay. to... Uh, well, John Travolta circa 1970s. You know what I'm okay. saying? Let's, let's leave that in the 1970s. 
Well, hmm. well, okay. I never thought about the whole area down there being uncomfortable. That's going to be a huge concern for me because I, I can't deal with all that. But um, I, I really, um, I like them. I like them. I, I the, from the ones I've seen, they look really, of course, comfortable. But I like the. Maybe I just like the guys that have been in them. Maybe I think that that's what it's about because I think it's the size, like how it fits you tells a lot too because if you if you're wearing a rump him and you just getting rumped on it, by the outfit it's not gonna it's not gonna work so it i think you have to have a certain does, look it definitely does wonders for the male gluteus maximus mm-hmm. it maximizes yeah. the gluteus maximus you know yeah mm-hmm. and you have a lot of that to show off so you know so I, basically sure i should order three right now three right now overnight express but yeah. Um, yeah. I definitely, I think you would look great in a romp him. Thanks. Um, I think they look so good with like tennis shoes, like high tops, or even like flip flops going somewhere. And why can't why can't man be easy breezy too? You know, we are like you said, we're in that era, that that time of gender neutrality and and clothing and fashion. And I and I think it's I think it's time for for men to enjoy the easy too. You know, now when we want to get our bras, we'll talk to you ladies about it first to make sure <laughs> how how we strap it to just know what we're doing. But I'm all for it. Everybody, everybody wear something. And they actually look really cute, in my opinion. Now, this is new. This is new. I just read this yesterday. The rump hem is going to have to get out of the way because oh. there is a new trend. Oh, yes, there's a new trend. This is old news, apparently. There's lace shorts for men. Now I have to ask the question. Yeah. Have we gone too freaking far? No, we haven't. No, we haven't because he still has panties on. Um, so <laughs> you're not at that base yet. But um, no, but <laughs> here's the thing. Here's the thing. These lace shorts come in a variety of colors. It's actually um, by uh, a place called Hologram City. They're LA-based brand. And they come in a variety variety of colors. There's a green one, which, hello, I got dibs on. There's a pink one, a blue one, a purple one, and a yellow one. And they come with matching um, um, button-down short-sleeve lace tops, too. So is it like a deconstructed romper? Um, it's, it's a romper. At maybe what's under the romper. I don't know. It's, I mean, it has a very lingerie kind of feel. And honey, yes, you can see through it completely. So and people just, are wearing this out like a fashion um, statement. Like this have, is the thing. They have on tennis shoes, so I'm I'm going to assume that they plan to at least go to the store, girl. Yeah. So we went from free the nipple to free the penis. Everything's everything's frozen. This is frozen to the sequel. What we've been waiting for since the first one came out. Yeah. Let the it balls, go. You mean? Yeah. The book come out, you know, on the mountain tonight. Not a dick print to be seen. It's all just right there for you. Um, a kingdom of isolation, and it looks like they're queens. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going all day. I'd rather sing that. Okay, but I don't want to get too for music. Okay. Um, so I okay. I don't know if I would wear this. I like the pretty colors, but I this for me is a little too revealing. It's not even about the lace for me. Um, because I, I would like to see lace incorporated into men's fashion a little bit more. I, I love the fabric. I love the material. Um, but you, like, literally the models have on, um, brief whiteies and you can see that. Where is, you can't wear this anywhere unless, I would wear it in the bedroom. It's lace. It's lace. Like, you're supposed to see through it. I, I don't know how you can wear this out. Well, I mean, women have been wearing bras as tops for years, so I guess have at it, gentlemen. Now you can also be sexually objectified when you go get your milk in the morning. Well, hey, it's all about equality, I guess. (laughs) I guess so. I guess now men can feel just as uncomfortable in their clothing as women have been feeling for years. Well, I guess now. The party. Yeah, I guess now men will have more of an appreciation for women, and maybe that's what maybe that's why all this is happening. So we all maybe. come together, and I'm all for coming together. So hey, let's do it. 
Um, let's move along, girl. I can't talk about this romp no more. I, without 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 having one, so I'll get one. I think Target actually sells like a pride one, like it's a has rainbow stri- um, stripe speed patterns or something in it. It looks so good, and I'm gonna have to get it. So just so you know, I will be having one. Moving on to fidget spinners. What the hell is this? <laughs> like what is going on? What is well, what is what is so, I don't really know how the fidget spinners work physically, like how you, how, what they're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. But according to someone that I watch on YouTube, she vlogs, mm-hmm. um, some people have said they've been able to stop using Xanax and Adderall for their ADHD and anxiety because of the fidget spinner. Wow. Well, I, I heard later on that it, it, it supposedly had some therapeutic. Uh, benefit. Um, this is from BGR.com. Apparently, everyone is going nuts over these fidget spinners. It's the hottest trend in toys, in kids' toys. Um, not just among kids, but also adults. Um, they're saying that it's helping with stress relief and anxiety. Um, you can buy one on Amazon. You can also um, get them. I mean, I, I see people like selling them on Hollywood Boulevard. They make fidget spinner, five dollars. So usually it was like a hot dog for five dollars, and then it was like I don't know, like a Furby, and now it's like fit to spend at five dollars. The Furbies. This is their kids' version of a Furby. Yeah, yeah. I feel but like this is her. gonna be the next uh, hoverboard. Yeah. And I actually was about to buy one. I thought they were cheaper than what they are, because I saw one for nine ninety nine. Oh, well, look at that. <laughs> you have one. I have a and it's green. Okay, I was checking out at the grocery store and I knew we were going to be doing this segment and it was sitting there on the counter for me. So it was like it's destiny. I didn't even open the packet. I just opened it now. It is right pretty. Now. I'll tell you that. It, it's interesting. And so apparently you're supposed to keep your hand open like this, which how is this relaxing to your muscles? This is going to give me damn arthritis. But here we go. <laughs> and then you... Wait, why is it? I thought you had to press down the button. There's no button. Oh, you have to do it yourself with I your pinky. I think the center is the button. No, no, no. There's no button. I thought it was a button. I thought it was electrical. This is requiring a lot of work. So how is this reducing anxiety? Um. What I'd like to know. Uh, I just well, I just got into it, and the sound of your voice is getting less less annoying. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Give me 10. <laughs> Give me 10. <laughs> um, so, I, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's it's kind of fun, I guess. I think I want to return this to get my $5 back, though, because I could just do this with video games, but I don't know. It does get you determined to keep spinning it, though, because I'm like, I don't want it to stop. Oh, addicting. Do you think this is the next hoverboard kind of trend where like every douchey youtuber is like <laughs> making videos on their with their fidget spinners or on like they were making them on their hoverboards and eventually these things are going to be banned from schools because they cut somebody's head off <laughs> what do you think uh, you definitely can get a fidget a fidget, a fidget freaking slash you can definitely build one of these custom to, to cut a bitch for sure. I can see three sharp edges on the end of it and being like, oh my God, you want to play a game? You know, <laughs> like, yeah, I can see that. I, there's ones that have lights on them that are fun. Oh, the, I've seen light some ones. And they were selling them at Disneyland yesterday. Yeah, Disney's not wasting any time. Not wasting any Disney time. Disney does not waste any time whatsoever. No. Disney is always on time, waiting for you, actually, at the destination. <laughs> You're the one who's late. Yeah, um, so, I mean, yeah, I think I think this could get out of hand if people augmented the uh, physical spinner self. I, I can mm-hmm. see that happening. Um, but I think it is fun, so we'll see. I don't know. I it's, see teachers uh, having an issue with it in class. Yeah. Tommy, <laughs> put the fidget away. Stop spinning the spinner. I'm trying to teach third grade calculus for some reason. 
don't get me started on math class in school. Just don't. Okay. Um, all right. Let's, we, we, I mean, this is just something we definitely have to talk about because this is just the world we live in apparently nowadays. Um, there was an attack um, overnight for us, at least. Um, but last night in London, it was another, it was a terrorist attack. And um, uh, I, I think, it, let me see right here. I think it was seven people were killed, actually. And over 50 were um, were injured. That's what I'm seeing. Yeah, seven people, excluding the attackers, are confirmed dead. Yeah. Um, so there's a little timeline, courtesy of CNN, um, of what happened. So at 9.58, a van entered the London Bridge, according to the police. Uh, 10.07, multiple ambulance rushed to the scene as reports of a vehicle plowing into pedestrians on the London Bridge came in. 10.08, London Metropolitan Police officers arrived at the London Bridge. Reports of a second incident at a nearby borough, I don't, I don't yeah, speak to them. Sure. Um, market emerged. Police at both locations. 10.16, police said three suspects were shot dead at the market. 12.25 uh, a.m., police announced the two incidents at London Bridge and the market were terrorist incidents and warned people to avoid the area while emergency vehicles responded to the attacks. At 4 a.m., six people were confirmed dead. At 7.20 a.m., London Mayor Sadiq Khan said some of the 48 people hospitalized were in critical condition. And at 9.30 a.m., seven, seven people died, excluding the attackers. Okay. Um, thoughts, Emily? Um, it's so sad that this is the reality that we're living in where... This isn't even surprising anymore. Mm -hmm. This is getting more and more common. I feel like, I mean, when is there not a day that we don't hear about yeah, something? I mean, the last attack in, in Europe was just uh, two weeks ago at my, my homegirl's concert, Ariana Grande. I mean, I can't imagine, I mean, living in this world and I feel like we're getting so callous to human life. Mm -hmm. We've lost the ability to respect each other, our mm -hmm. differences, our humanity, our, you know, we have no tolerance for each other anymore. Yeah. If we're not the same, if we don't agree, if we don't share the same opinion, the same point of view, the same perspective, you become disposable to that other mm -hmm. person. You become less than human. And it's getting, I mean, if we thought online bullying was bad, now here's this like physical representation of what's happening in our time. We are becoming, either we are becoming more and more violent or we just now hear about it more. Mm -hmm. But I feel like we are becoming more and more divisive and hateful and um, violent and just disregard for human existence. Yeah, um, I have to say I agree, and I just, I just don't understand what goes through the minds of these people who are committing these acts. You know, they a lot of these people say that they tie it to culture, and they tie it to religion, and they tie it to power, and they tie it to um, views of of how other people around the world um, behave versus what they think is right, and. If you're a person that's capable of knowing right from wrong, if you if you say you have a sense of, of what's right and what's wrong, like if you're having a problem with someone else doing something that's different from you, you obviously have a sense of what's right and what's wrong, even though you have a different point of view. How do you not see killing innocent people as something that's wrong? Where where, where does that get lost at? I I would say that when the differences become more prominent to us than our similarities. Mm -hmm. So therefore we become non-human to each other. Yeah. Because it's so, I mean, if you really tie it back to the, there, there happens to be a connection with the culture and a religion in this attack yeah. and in other attacks that have happened recently. 
and um, obviously there ha you have to believe that there is some kind of cultural brainwashing and ideology and perspective going on that mm -hmm. is teaching them that and it's teaching them that people who are not like them are dispendable, are taking up space in this mm -hmm. world and it's their job to eliminate us yeah. who are not like them from the same religion or whatever. And um, I think it's in it's it, it's sad because it's making it harder to hear each other. I, yeah, I, I it's making it harder to relate and listen because yeah. mm -hmm. how do you not fear now? How do you not judge now when you have all of these negative examples? Like it goes back to when racism began, where there was this perspective of what people of color were like, mm. then it made it okay to treat them a certain way because they were not human. Right. And so what, I can see what you're saying. It's kind of like turning, like, like this act is kind of, the goal of it is to separate us and divide us and to create these ugly sides of our of our insecurities and uh dormant personalities so that we as a people whether we're in europe or in america or wherever you are whether we as a people who are sane enough to know to not take another life like this and to do these things um where they are trying to win from the inside out um that's the whole point of this that's the whole point of terror it's to make you feel a certain way and to control your actions through that mindset and you know you hear it all over every time something happens we cannot give in to fear we cannot give into this because it will shape us and it will change us and they will end up winning my thing is i i don't i'm not a police officer i'm not a military person so i'm gonna have to go ahead and say that now but i don't understand why we why they always get killed Unless they're a suicide bomber, that's something different. But why do we always kill them? We need to find out information. We need to. We need to. We need to to get in there and figure out what's going on next. Like who they're connected to. Where's all this coming oh. from? You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I mean, obviously, a part of me wants them to fucking or torture for what they've done to people. That's the vengeful side of me. Um, but moreover, it's like. We need answers because this stuff keeps happening and we need to understand what is going on. And if you just kill someone, you're not going to, what are you doing? Like, I, it's an emergency situation. I guess you don't want them to take anyone else's life. But I think we, as a, as a, as a task force everywhere, have to get in the thought of preserving these people so we can prevent this problem a little bit more. Even if they're not connected to the whole master cell of what's going on, they're connected to someone. They got right. these materials from someone. There is right. some kind of something going on, and we keep shooting in the dark here, as far as we know as civilians. You know what I mean? I know the government obviously knows more, but, you know, we're sitting here not getting enough answers, and then when something else happens, it's like, okay, well, we're going to have to pray for them and keep them in our thoughts. Why don't, why, don't we, why don't we start saving these people who are killing, you know, folks and, and getting the information that we need out of them and... and, and really making them pay for the crime at the end because death is too easy death is is way too easy that's exactly what they're, they know they're gonna die so they're like well let me go ahead and take out as many as i can get my point across die because right. you know they don't have regard for life you know how interesting would it be if this if the script was flipped well no you're not dying you're not dying today you're very much here so where where did we leave off you know what i mean that was that was yeah. flip the script the script completely now it's not the the solution for world peace but i think i think it would i think it would would help us more they well, just what, die, do what, gonna get? Would, what do you think it would help us understand i mean i it, it's kind of like trying i don't think we're meant to understand no we'll never fully understand that kind of mindset you know yeah. but i think what we would be able to understand is is um, when, what and when, like what's coming next, when, and who. You know what I'm saying? The who, what, and when. Not the why. We can't understand the why. But we can understand who, what, and when, perhaps, and get this going, you know. But, uh, you know, our thoughts and prayers and everything are, I mean, I hate to have to keep saying this. This is just so, it's it's like, uh, I'm it's like tired a, of having these conversations. And, and it's like a permanent I, hashtag at this point. 
it's just rest in peace and you know pray for and fill in the blank that's what yeah, it's become it's just so sickening um but uh, yeah um okay let's move on um let's get into tea time <laughs> tea time <laughs> Ooh, oh well the oh, well, i guess it is definitely do you oh. have your cup i have my cup grab your cup, cup. And, and pinkies up, oh, okay? That up. Okay. Well, <laughs> listen up, grab your cup and pinkies up. That's what we mean, yeah. Okay. Anyway, so the topic of tea time today is relationships versus relationships. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've all had both. Oh, yes, we have. Some of the shit side more than the relationship side, for sure. Um... <laughs> But, yeah, so there's different kinds of things. People get involved with each other, and they think it's going to have to be one way or the other. This is either going to be a relationship, and we're going to stick it through, even though it's a relationship, really. You know, they come in disguises, and um, you get lost in one or the other. And I think that you really got to take the time to sit down and, and talk with yourself, even if your relationship is going healthy. And, well, talk to yourself and say, where are we now? Where are we now? Kind of give yourself a progress report to kind of try to avoid these kind of things. Really because progress report. Yeah, because if you stay here and you're and you're in happy land and everything's so happy, you may be missing signs. Now I'm not saying be a critical paranoid bitch. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying you have to constantly, you know, you got to be in the moment. You got to live in the moment. Enjoy the moment. But you also have to to. You, you're your own individual person is what I'm saying at the end of the day so you have to check on you you have to make sure your needs are being met you have to see how you're how you're interacting with your partner as well so that you don't become you know blinded by the love or just used to the crap like if you're being mistreated right. and you're just overly over over and over again being mistreated and keep going back and keep doing the same thing you're not taking the time out to sit here and say whoa let me come back. I'm my own individual person. This person is is hurting me. It's not good for me. I need to change this. You know, you get stuck in either the love or, or, or you know, the not so. Love or the loss, I want to say. Loss of the love and, and your time dealing with the shit. What are your thoughts about Well, being someone who was in a relationship mm-hmm. for my first relationship, um, and I think it goes farther than, I mean, we can even take this to friendships. Mm-hmm. We have shitty friendships and shitty people in our lives. And we... Our family. Or family, yeah. absolutely. And we have relationships, shits with them. Mm-hmm. And I think it comes down to um, your perspective of yourself. Yeah. Um, what you think you deserve. I think you only accept the love you think you deserve. Mm. And for me, in some of the situations that I had relationships with people, one romantic, one friendship, um, Mm. that were significant pain in my life, I would say that um, it was because I had perpetually taken on the victim role. Okay. So due to other pain and other, you know, insecurities and insecurities brought on to me by other people, I realized that I knew very well how to play the victim role. I knew Mm. very well how to be hurt. And I felt like, well, this is just my reality. My reality is that I don't deserve that level of respect. I'm never going to get it because I've never gotten it. And the thing is, I wasn't giving it to myself. So how could I expect to get it if I don't give it to myself? So when I finally did that, it became easier to cut off relationships because you do need to forgive people, forgive their flaws. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean you need to associate with them anymore. And I'm Hmm. a big firm believer in that because I used to think, well, if I talked to this person and I forgave this person, that means we are not friends again. Yeah, but you're doing all the work. Exactly. And not just that, if you keep doing the same thing, Mm 
you know, my cup runneth over with your apologies. I'm mm. done. I'm, I'm, you know, the well is dry. You and people suck you dry. Mm-hmm. They make you give and give and give and give, and all they do is take and take and take. Yeah. So at some point, you need to say, "I'm done giving," because if I'm not getting, I can't. I don't have anything left to give anymore. Right. So at this point, I'm giving on empty. I'm giving as a. I'm running through the motions, so to speak, and mm-hmm. it affects healthy relationships. The relationship I'm in now, it was difficult to get to that happy place because I didn't know how to be happy anymore. Mm. I've been so damaged by previous relationships and I was so in my own head. And then you build up your own walls to protect yourself. Yeah. And you don't let that person in. And yeah. so it's you you have to take the time to work on yourself. Like my idol, Ayanna Van Zandt, always says, you got to do the work. Hmm. Or you my idol, RuPaul said, you can't love yourself. How the hell are you going to love nobody else? else? Can I get an amen up in here? Amen, okay? Now let the music play. Anyway, that, <laughs> that, that, that time. <laughs> so, you know, that that is such a true statement. And you think, oh, it's such a cliche. But it's true. It's it absolutely true. 100% true. You don't, You can't give what you don't have. Yeah. If you don't have love in you for you, you cannot give it to other people. And I, I it took me a while to really to 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 learn that. I mean, it, and you know, I think it took it took me being really rejected by someone for me to to say, "Woo, bring it back, Irvin, bring it back, bring it back," because you were just you were just in your feelings right now, and you do not value yourself at all if you keep going back to this person. So once. That happened. I was actually grateful for it at the end of the day because it made me a more confident person. Like I, people think that I've been this confident person for all this time. You know me better than anyone else. I have never really been this much of a confident person. It had to be, you know, in the last three, four, five years that I've sat here and and I've taken me back from other people and I've said, you know what, I am special. I am. I am. I have so much to offer to someone, and there's so many great things about me. And I need to love those things. And you, you just can't sit here and allow someone from your past to mess up your future, you know, with, with that baggage that you have. You got to process it. You got to let it in, learn the lessons you need to learn from. Because I think that's also why things like this happen um, is you got to there's things you're supposed to learn from them. And Absolutely. they're going to keep happening if you don't learn the damn lesson. It's like if we have a math test in the morning and we still ain't studying. Let me tell you something, baby. We ain't passing it. And I can tell you this because I failed algebra. So, uh, you know, it's like you're just not going to pass the test. And so you can't move on to the next grade. You can't move on to the next level. You're, uh, you're Florida F cat it. You know what I mean? You're done. Um, so you got to you gotta sit here and say this is something that I'm meant to learn and I'm supposed to grow from to make me a better person so that I am the better person for myself and whoever is supposed to share this life with me. And I, I mean, I'm just going to speak for my own personal thing right now. I am so happy that I took the time to realize that because I would not be able to give myself to someone right now if I wasn't in that headspace, you know, and it makes me happy to be like, this is what I, I have to offer you. And oh my God, you're giving me so much too. Like, this is great. That's a relationship. Have it be back and forth. You shouldn't be calling them more than they calling you and they don't give a crap. You know, what What? What the song say? You say my name. Say my name. <laughs> and you with your friends say, why aren't, what, what's going on? Why aren't you saying my name? Like, hi, do you need me to smell it? Yeah, it's not that common. You know, like, What's going on? You got to yeah. respect the other person's time, their space, their desires, their wants. Like you can't just sit here and say it's it, me, 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 everything I want, you know, and I deserve this so much. That's true, okay. But what about them? Like when you get in a relationship, there you 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 have all your individual things, and then you have their individual things that you're taking on too. So that's why you can't be in a position to love somebody else if you ain't even deal with your own individual things. If you don't right. know what the hell you want and who you are, you damn sure can't take on anybody else's stuff. So. Uh, let's just close it with just saying, you know, guys, relationships versus relationships, 
you, you, you are you are the referee in that match, mm-hmm. and um, and the power is more in your hands than you believe. So go ahead and put on put on them gloves and fight it out. Right. Get yourself that relationship, honey. Oh well, I think it's time to educate everyone on a little gay vocabulary in the world. Yeah. Yeah. It's All right. Time. Well. It's time for Shade Street. Oh, my God. Let's turn on the channel. My favorite show. Shade Street. Yay! All right, guys. Welcome to Shade Street. I'm Sneaky the Squirrel. And I'm Amy. Oh, Amy, how you doing today? I'm good, Sneaky. How are you? I could be better, but you know what? I'm numbing the pain. Um, so I heard that your mom had a question for me today. Yeah, she wanted me to ask you, mm-hmm. what is shade? Oh, well, she's a lazy bitch for not coming over here herself and sending you instead. I don't. She well, she don't want to call me after that night. Whatever. Um, but. Shade is actually what this episode is brought to us by. The letter S for shade. Shade. Can you use it in a sentence, Sneaky? Sure. I was walking down the street and Leronica came up to me and she said, Oh my goodness, Sneaky, you just look so cute today without without your usual look. And I said, Bitch, you use a shade queen. Did you get it? You used a bad word, Sneaky. Oh, yeah, Queen. I'm sorry. (laughs) Well, let me teach you a little bit better about shade. Let's go ahead and throw some shade at each other. Okay. Yeah. So, start. Okay, sure. Now, keep in mind, when you're throwing shade, you really got to get in there. Amy. Yes, Sneaky? I love your mom so much. She's the sweetest person ever. How's your dad? Oh, wait, you haven't met him yet. That's mean, Sneaky. No, that's shade, because your father's not around, because he left you at the age of three to go out with that other woman. (coughs) Oh, come on, bitch, don't cry. You asked for examples, and you wanted to know what shade was. You came over here messing with my nest. Your turn. Well, you know what? Are your cheeks fat because you're sneaking nuts in them, or are you just fat, sneaky? No, there's actual nuts in my mouth as we're speaking. Yep, there's nuts here. You look fat. That's the best you got, kid. No, they're going to eat your ass up in high school. I'm only this many. Wow, and you can't even count that many. That's shade and truth. All righty. Well, let's see. The letter S for shade can also come in different terms. Like when you're saying, look at that palm tree. That's shady. Like if you're throwing a palm tree at somebody, you're like, ooh, that was a real palm tree, a.k.a. shady. Oh, that sounds cool. Ooh, you really are a special one, huh? Okay. All right, kid. Well, I would like to get back to tending my nuts in my nest. Um, I'm going to need you to get the hell out of here. Bye, Sneaky. Bye, girl. Okay, that's it for Shade Street. Thanks for watching. And again, we were brought to you by the letter S for Shade. Shade Street. Yay! <laughs> well, Irving, that was I a fantastic love, episode. It I was love thrilling. that show. Isn't it so nice? I just think Amy is the cutest thing. She all right. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that that show teaches our kids really important things, you know, that really? they need to know growing up, especially in West Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. But what you what you got going on for the week ahead? What's going on with you? Well, you know, I'm on the job hunt now. I'm on the market oh. for a job, beginning my career. Okay. Nice. Nice. Well, I wish you luck with that. This this week, I I'm just gonna be working and writing on writing some shows and stuff. I've got some big things happening and and I'm working on. So I've really gotta.
focus on those things and come together. Um, but I want to tell people, you know, I'm working on the shows because I'm heavily involved in the entertainment industry. I've been over over a decade. Um, and something that, that we're, we're offering a couple of things, actually, from our own personal and professional uh, viewpoints, actually. I'm offering, okay, my tea tacos, okay? You guys are in for a treat because if you actually go to our Patreon, okay, you're going to have the opportunity to get Irving's inspiration. Now, what the hell is that? Um, Sounds exciting, Irving. Tell me about it. Yeah, well, I will if you shut the hell up. Um, Irving's inspiration is um, I'm going to give you guys a lot of insider entertainment um, kind of commentary and tips and advice to kind of steer your career. Now, and the good thing about it is you don't really necessarily even happen to have to be in the entertainment industry to use these tips. Um, you can be in anything. You could you could you could be a doctor, you can mend cows, you can talk to birds. I don't know, any whatever however you make your coin, I'm gonna give you some tips to continue to make your coin and to make it even stronger because a lot of people need to understand that when you are pursuing something in your career, you have to really pursue it. And you have to be inspired. You have to continue to to feel that drive. And and motivation cannot be faked. Motivation, I can't I can't give you motivation because that's something you have to feel on the inside. But I feel like inspiration is something that you can definitely get from someone to help you fuel that uh, motivation to to conquer your goals, everything, you know? And um, yeah, and my credentials. If you want to know if I have, if I should be telling you something, honey, check out Mad Men. I'm, I'm an actor on Mad Men. I've written several successful sold out plays here in LA. I have multiple shows. Oh, I can't really speak too much about these things, but multiple shows in development. Whatever, whatever. Um, but just, just know that I'm gonna lead you in the right direction, and we're gonna discover this wonderful career journey that you're on together. Yeah, so um, you get that um, with one of our pledges on Patreon. Um, it's every month you'll get new inspiration so that you can go ahead and tackle that month ahead and uh, do what you got to do. Emily, what did you got going on? Well, guys, if you head on over to our Patreon, you can pledge and get Emily's enrichment. Ooh, that sounds fancy. It sounds like it's... It's really loaded with a lot of protein. Oh, tell me about it. <laughs> well, Emily's enrichment is really going to be for every month, we're mm-hmm. going to have a different topic. Mm-hmm. It could be viewer viewers that have sent a lot of the same topics, and I might address it uh, generally, or something that's on my heart to talk mm-hmm. about every month. And it's just going to be that soul feeding kind of little chicken soup for the soul if you will okay. for your month mm-hmm. to help you get a little inspired you know maybe hit something that you've been going through help you get through it it might not mm-hmm. even be related but it might just hit you something that you might need that month to mm-hmm. hear yeah. and you know my credentials is I am a social worker so you I degrees? do have Yes, I do. I have my bachelor's in social work. Oh, I'm sorry. So I have some psychology background. (laughs) And I'm by no means a licensed therapist or psychologist. So, you know, I can't diagnose you or give you medication or anything like that. Am I crazy? (laughs) That's a topic for a whole other time. (laughs) I know I am. But that's a whole other hour. Next podcast. (laughs) But, you know, it's just that sometimes you just need that encouragement and you know we're gonna get you through it we're gonna feed your soul a little bit so not only do you get to laugh with us you Mm -hmm. get to cry you get to seek advice you get to really connect and make two new great best friends oh yeah and we'll be happy to have you so i'm gonna help you guys on a more professional level emily's gonna help you guys on a more personal level for you know life love relationships, things like that. I got you with your career goals, creativity, inspiration that way. And we're really, really just trying to get everybody, I don't know, to just kind of be enlightened and and, and just bam, you know what I mean? Just get there. Enlightened Um, and inspired. Yeah. Um, So uh, we have a, we actually have a shop. 
um, with some really, really cool merchandise. Um, you know, it's just there's so many visual great things there. You know, we're doing tea talk and then we have tea time, you know, our specific segment there. And we have our mugs here, but you need to get your mug, girl. You need yes, to get your you mug. Do. Yes, get your life, get your mug. We have all kinds of mugs with original designs on our site. We have shirts, we have tank tops, we have um, bags, we have we have like mouse pads, iPhone cases, uh, Android cases. Even we got like little scars for your dog and stuff. If your dog's a shady queen like Tommy was when he was trying to get in our conversation, you know. Um, so we got all of that on our on our um, on our um, spread shirt, um, and we'll we'll definitely have have you guys having uh, where to go um, in in our uh, notes as well in our outro here. And just you know check out us on on Patreon really. Um, check out a lot of these uh, rewards that we have. And also just um, just support the show because we really appreciate it. And uh, it, it means a lot for us to be able to come together as best friends to share our craziness with everyone. But also to to feel that support of having you guys with us. It just makes us all just better people all together. Um, that's all I got for T-Dog. You got anything else to say? That's Done. all we got for today. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. I've been Nerving Green. I've been Emily Gonzalez. See you guys later. Bye. Bye. Want to join in on the talk? Leave us a voicemail at 213-761-8864. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Just search Tea Talk. Spill the tea in a new tea or mug. Head on over to shop.spreadshirt.com slash tea talk. Show us some love. Support the show. And we got you with some exclusives, baby at patreon.com slash ttalk. Thanks for listening. Night of the Living